Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. Um, I'm here and we're drinking a bit of rosé. Rosé. Rosé? Rosé, because of the weather. Because of Michael McIntyre, um, who apparently, what did he say to our wonderful Alice producer on the phone? Darling, I think he thinks I've got a career ahead of me in stand-up. Oh yeah, go on. So I've got great comedic timing. Oh, marvellous Mrs. Maisel. Where? Yep. Well, look, I'm to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, you are very funny. Well, I'd like to think so. So tonight we have... Let's just say he wears a hat. Well, he doesn't anymore. I want my money back. <laughs> if he doesn't wear a hat, I'm asking for my Mom, money that back. that went after the first album, I think. He got the Burberry gig because of the hat. I don't know if he got it because of the hat. It was He wore his hat right through the Burberry it's campaign. It's the lucky hat. Lucky hat. I wonder if he will come with that. No, he cut his hair off for the second album, which I have to say was my absolute favourite of James Bate. Bloody love that record. Wild love. Sexy song. Very, very sexy. Thought the hair was very sexy on the second album. He's very handsome. He's grown it back now. So I'm wondering. Why? What this means. Very good looking. Very good looking. Played in Soccer Aid for UNICEF. Did For England, yeah. Got an assist and a penalty at the end, I think. So yeah, we've got James Bate massive artist like first album blew up everywhere I remember him doing a a Grammys performance with um Tori Kelly and they were singing together and it was really amazing he's got a nice voice beautiful voice has a few uh things he doesn't eat though doesn't he well yeah. it's one of them he's I wouldn't say it was a Mediterranean palate <laughs> so I've done an Austrian palate tonight we've done um That's as good. chicken Oh, a Risling. Because Michael McIntyre mentioned it. And I've Our had favourite person in the world. My very new favourite person, yeah. And I've eaten it at Bellinger, which I love. And great restaurant, which has reopened again. Yes, they closed it's down. Back. They closed down. They're back. They're back. I'm so happy. Imagine if, like, so did the community get together and say, we want you back? First of all, it was gorgeous inside. It's all wood panel. Oh, They've so got a lovely, lovely little too. private thing. They let thing. dogs in, which my manager liked. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the food is great. It's a lovely little spot. Anyway, so the, the Bellinger group. did um, Risling Chicken, which I loved. So I thought, I'll have a go at that. And I hope I've managed to. It's a Nigella recipe I've used and adapted. An old um, friend. Our old friend, Ni- Nigella. Nige. 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 But it actually was so quick and easy. And then we're going to have passionate eating mess. I love a passionate eating mess. Good. Love it. The trick is you put a bit of Greek yogurt in. No, I don't, darling. I put passion fruit in, darling. I thought you were going to put a bit of Greek yogurt in. I might do, but I'm going to put passion fruit in. I've got Greek, lovely Greek yogurt. Everything's good. We've got James Bay coming up on Table Manners. James Bay 
the handsome, gorgeous oh. James Bay, but oh. without the hat. No I hat. want my money back. But <laughs> welcome to Table Manners. Thank you so much for having me. What Absolute a joy. Absolute pleasure. What a pleasure. You come in and you cord, your autumnal cord. You know, why? Is it too early? No, it's lovely. All right. And then you've come in with a fancy looking, uh, it's got so much wax down it. That's sort of why I like it. Yeah, what I is mean, it? I, I like it for many reasons. This, I discovered this. Uh, there'll be sort oh of more to sort of talk about this late, later. I, di- I didn't what discover it? it myself. It's, it's called a Bella Gloss from. It's from uh, I guess California, Sonoma County, Pinot California. Noir. But I was I know Pinot Noir. I'm you know I'm not like my. I think I've got that. I think Ben Palmer got me that. It must be a music industry thing. I went to Nashville in February, uh, right before it all kicked off, and I managed to spend the full sort of five weeks that I intended to spend there, and I worked with this great producer called Dave Cobb, and he took me to this lovely steakhouse, and he said, you've got to try, what do you like? I said, I love red wine. I said, but I don't go like heavy stuff. Mm. I don't go like Barolo or anything like that. I also, before I start to sound like I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know about I just it. say I know nothing about I it. I love you. And what but makes you know that, what you like. I know what I like. What makes it even worse is my dad, for, who is retired now, but for 45 years was a wine merchant. And would like he knows everything about wine, and I have very small interest. He was a wine and wine you version. never listened to him. Not really, I confess. Were Sorry. you were you drinking from an early age? Was it kind of like you were having a little drinker? No. I don't know. I'm, I'm there was there was lots of wine in the house growing up, but I don't. There's me and my brother, and my mum and my dad. My brother was sort of adopted the party animal kind of abilities from early on. Me, I was like in my room, guitar, door shut, keep it quiet, keep it chill. Where were you brought up? Brighton? In, no, I was, no, I lived in Brighton for a couple of years when I was about sort of 19. But I, were you I at was, BIM? I did a bit of BIM. I did What's some time BIM? BIM. <laughs> I mean, they're famous for the kooks. The kooks BIM, came out of BIM and so did James Bay. I, I was actually, I was there at the same time as Tom O'Dell. Tom was there as well. He left before me, but he, um, I did about 18 months at BIM, but I, BIM is a, it's a music college. And I met, oh, it's, it? It, was, it was originally the Brighton Institute of Modern Music. I think now it's the British Institute because they've sort of spread out all over the place. But I was there doing my thing and managers, manager types, A&R types, record label people are constantly kind of, keeping an eye on what's going on down at these music colleges because you never know who might, there might be some youngster who's sort of worth taking, showing some sort of interest in. And that's kind of what happened in that the, the, the college were like, my guys got in touch just to say, anybody worth coming to check out? And the college said, James is great. You know, if he, he, people when are When you enjoying... say my guys, your managers now. My managers now, okay. sorry, yes. My, my, my managers, those who are, the guys who are my managers still, and this is 10 years ago now, they... How they, old are you? You're I, about I turned, 12. I turned 30 the other day. <gasps> James, God almighty. Jesus! September 4th, me and Beyonce. That's why we're such good mates. <laughs> me and Beyonce. We're not, we're not good mates. Anyway, so I was there. They came down and they saw me play at... They do every sort of term or so, or kind of halfway through the year and at the end of the year, they do these concerts that you sort of had to audition for and you got to do one song. And they were told that the college sort of said, you know, people like are liking James. He's new here, but they're sort of liking what he's up to. And I was, you know, bouncing around Brighton, playing open mic nights, playing covers, playing songs I'd written that weren't very good. But I was sort of learning something. What were your covers? What, oh, who, my covers were old stuff. I was. I remember. Like who? Who do you like love? Busking like uh, song, like Wilson Pickett songs. Of course. I was like busking songs like like Stephen Stills songs and like old stuff like trying to do covers of Aretha Franklin on a on an acoustic guitar. And, Sort of How failing, lovely! Anyway, it was lots of fun. So soul music, soul music, not absolutely. folk music. Not so much folk, but because I was stood there with an acoustic guitar, kind of to the naked eye, it's folk. It's a bit Someone folky, sort of goes, it's it? folk, yeah. and then the combo of the two, P 
people didn't mind it, you know, down there at the college. And they, so they said, come and give James a, a you know, check him out. And they came down, uh, Paul and Ryan, and they said, you know, we'd sort of heard your song that you'd, I'd, I'd put my own song on a MySpace page. And they said, like, you know, we, we'd love to, they said, you can carry on doing this, but we'd like to be your manager's kind of and graduate. You should go that way. I basically, in that moment, said, like, yeah, I'm done here. If you want to sort of help me take me into the real music industry in some gradual way, then I'm following you. It's pretty so fun. So you left them to kind of, to, be developed, not well yeah, for your management to yeah. kind of help you develop yeah. as an artist. Yeah, because I was writing all on my own, and I was kind of I was like doing like open mic nights and stuff in in, in Brighton. I'd play my own song, and people would be listening during the verse, oh. and I'd be like, "Oh, they like the verse." Then I'd start the chorus, they start talking, and I go, "Well, I I go away from a night like that, and I go, okay, I need." better choruses and it just helped me work on like songwriting How and stuff like that interesting i kind of enjoyed all of that i need better you didn't think fuck them you no. just thought i need better choruses i yeah that was genuinely You're my someone sort of mindset learned from your experience What's your trick like for most a good people chorus? Oh, you know well, a good chorus. i don't know what my trick is for a good chorus i'm still sort of chasing that down and as i carry on writing james hold back oh, the river well i don't know where Thank did you. you write that i wrote that in a in the bell tower of a church with a with a friend of mine called ian archer who was in snow patrol for a bit he's a really great um songwriter in his own right as well and we got together and it's in like caledonian road it's like around there and uh yeah he he has a studio in this church bell tower which just sounds really good when you sort of stand in there and like stomp on stomp on the floor and sing all that stuff so yeah we wrote it in there i'm still trying to try i think that chorus is pretty good i'll take that no you you i feel like your chorus is the bay formula and it's working oh well mm, thanks I'll take it. And then I'll go home and I'll think, what do they mean by that? And I'll study my own music. You're not full of anxiety. No, no, only that it's very easy to overthink. Oh my God. In the writing. Ask Jesse about overthinking. (laughs) Story of my life. I'm not a perfectionist, so I kind of, I overthink and I go, fuck it, can't be asked to do another version. So fuck it, that's what you get. Fair play. Um, But it's kind of sometimes served me well. But um, yeah, I mean, the industry's a funny old thing, isn't it? It's a funny old thing. How is it being, what, third album now? Third album's coming. Yeah, I've sort of, I've nearly finished it and it's on the way. It's good. I don't know. First album, you know, complete kind of shot in the dark you make a first album and if it goes quite well and you're that's a millionaire a, well that's all that's exciting but that's a it's just a sort of a, 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 a really a sort of big bonus because you tried and tried and then enough people like it that they sort Brilliant. of let you make a second album you James, know. you were everywhere you were the gra- I remember watching you I was in America I think Grammys. I was doing writing sessions very scary. Grammys very it was scary. with Tori Kelly yeah it? yeah incredible pipes and you pipes. did amazingly it was Thanks. just you two in that moment to know like we'd rehearsed that week and we were like full of excitement and sort of bouncing off the walls and they'd asked us to do a song sort of weave our songs together and do a performance together and it was all wonderful but like the silent between the two of us like as we started to approach the stage we sort of forgot how to speak and just spoke to each other with like facial expressions just like making eyes like can you believe this can you and trying not to think about the fact that as we stepped onto that stage there's two there was two stages there's the main stage that uh, one side of the room that faces Where was everyone it? Which theater was uh, it? la was at the staples center which is an arena oh, it's yeah, a it's basketball huge. arena yeah. and um then there was a little stage in the middle kind of a satellite stage in the middle and knowing, but n- doing everything in my power not to say it out loud, but knowing that we're in this stage in the middle of an audience full of Dave Grohl, Beyonce, Adele, Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, they're all in the room. And just having to, trying to like zone that out, mm. very intense for like, we were just a couple of sort of newbies. Um, 
And then they all did like a standing ovation at the end. It and was, that was really like good, babe. Bonkers. Thank you. They love a good voice, the Americans, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They love a voice. I, I did my best riff. to sort of, I just sort of hid behind Tori Kelly's phenomenal voice and just tried oh, please, to sort of you support. Did really <laughs> good. Oh, you did really good. But look, I want to ask something that might be a bit odd. But because you're so handsome, oh. do you think you get objectified? Because you did all those fashion shoots and everything. I did. I, the, the fashion shoot offers, they come and I don't know. Do I get objectified? Do you like being objectified, James? Oh, there's a question. That's a real deep one. <laughs> um, we're, up, not, uh, yeah, we're not deep, James, no, no, at all. Um, but I just wonder, because you are very handsome. Thank you. And you have done modelling as yeah, well yeah. since. But part of your... I mean, I've mom's sure... Now, I think Mum's on her fourth time of telling no, James I'm, that he's handsome. This is good. Okay. I mean, I mean literally finished a glass yet. Go on, carry on. Okay. She's trying to sort of... Oh, uh, don't you agree? Yeah, Look at the on. cheekbones there. They're really good cheekbones. They're razor cheekbones. Do you think... I mean, probably you did the modelling because it was great money and because it raises your profile and more profile people Profile was a big you. one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had your hat on with yeah, the Burberry. Yeah, yeah, I could rats, sort of be yeah. like... I could be hat on, leather jacket. I'm not a model, but thanks for yeah. having me on board. Yeah. And like... And you don't mind? I don't, I don't mind, no. I, I, no, it fucking pays for his house, probably. There you go. I, yeah. start, I started out, like any, any connection to all the fashion world was because somebody, uh, Christopher Bailey at the time, who was, you know, Mr. Burberry, brilliant, brilliant bloke. Like, I like Christopher a lot. And he heard, he has a little music team. They had a little music team at Burberry. They have like Burberry music or whatever they called it. And he liked sort of live music to soundtrack the shows. So they found me to come and do... I stood at the end of the catwalk, like the, the back end of the catwalk, not the bit that they all walked to. Playing your guitar. I played me, like in, in like Hyde Park or whatever it was. Some you kind of wished it was show. Victoria's Secrets though, didn't you? When I mean, old Ed Sheeran I mean, and Weekend gets to do that. You know, the scantily clown. Yeah, Ed Sheeran and Hosier with that gig. Yeah. I was like, hang on. But, um, <laughs> Can I just ask you, but please. who was your female counterpart in the campaign for Burberry? Oh, was well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't really. It was bigger than that. The the main Burberry thing was loads of us. There was a Beckham kid. He was. It's amazing because he's like seventeen feet tall now. But at the Is time, he? he was Romeo. like Romeo. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, very good looking, lovely little lad. Uh, George Ezra was in there. Um, lovely. But then him. it was like Naomi Campbell, Rosie. I'm gonna go Huntington Whiteley. Have I yes. got it? Yes. With those lips. The whole The so best lips everybody. I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Absolutely winning. And uh, I feel like Elton John was in it as well. Sir. Yeah, no. A little wild card there. Roll, roll with it. It was like at the main Burberry <laughs> thing Elton that I did. Elton got in. I'm not Oh, bless him. He really needs some fucking cash. He's a bit strapped at the moment, isn't he? And he needs a new rake. <laughs> he needs a new rake. There was a really intense moment where they wanted all of us. They wanted everyone to... We all were on a trampoline. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it was really, it was intense degrees oh, of fashion. Yeah. I'm like, I've got Zoolander in my head. I like fully like pulled a few muscles. Like, oh, Mum, you're not getting Burberry just yet. We've just about got Sainsbury's. So just, whoa, Nelly. I remember, um, Rosie, whatever Rosie was wearing, she was always being asked to jump up and down on this trampoline and it was all coming off. Oh, yeah, babe. All the clothes oh, were coming off. How can you do that with your extensions and everything? I love that Mum's trying worried to about... think about how Lenny is going I'm to, work to work it the out. Burberry trampoline. <laughs> Oh, before, yeah. Anybody, yeah, anybody yeah, had a baby, you would have that, known because yeah. they would have pissed themselves on the trampoline. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is the hat coming back for the next? Is the hat album? coming back? What would you like? Look, Ooh, I love thinks, the hat. Thinks but about maybe it. Maybe it's a bit old hat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like we were queued up just for that you line. I feel like that you was... gave I'm it to sure me, James. Somebody... Thank you, darling. Um, in that case, no, it's not. No. <laughs> but I do want to talk about... Hit I me. feel like... Hit me. No, I want to talk about the second record because I have to say, I fucking loved it. Thank you very much. And I feel like not enough people pay no, attention it, and it, it fucks me off. No, but you get it though because you're musical and you understand like wanting to... Dude, Wild Love is sick! <laughs> I had a moment, uh, I did this thing recently called uh, Soccer Aid. Wait, um, I'm a UNICEF ambassador, so there you go. thank you You know for all doing about that. it. No trouble. Th- thank you for having me. It was insane. But like, um, my, did you it, score? I didn't score, but I set a goal up. I passed an a guy, assist. I, I did an assist, you know, and I scored a penalty as well. Who did you assist? I assisted a lad called Young Philly. Young Philly? Don't, don't really know who is he is, he but he's a brilliant lad. I think he's a YouTuber. <laughs> He, mm. I hadn't heard of him before, but he's the he loveliest, loveliest lad I've ever met, and he scores goals. But I met the nation's new best mate, Joe Wicks. Oh, at, we've had uh, Joe Wicks. At, at, so you've had him on. Yeah. What a fantastic lad. One of my new sort of favourite people. And he has been messaging me kind of constantly through, through the last sort of couple of months of lockdown about my second album. Just, Interesting. Just, just texts that kind of make me laugh, because I imagine his voice when he writes. He's, he's kind of going, oh, for fuck's sake, mate. I've just discovered your second album. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's so good. And I'm like, <laughs> he's, so he's got it. He didn't put it on his Desert Island disc and he put Moana on instead. So he's your new bestie. He's my new bestie. I like Joe a lot. You'll he's be in his videos doing PE soon. I'll have a go. It, 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 <laughs> Maybe Wild Love could be a cool down. There you go. Finally, the campaign starts here. Mate, all, <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying is that that album was sick. Your hair looked banging in that Thanks. album. And also, Wild Love just is an absolute banger. I, I, I appreciate and that. And I feel, feel like... Being... Jesse, are you trying to get a duet here? <laughs> Maybe, actually. <laughs> Done. Um, we'll talk but, about that later. But, but you know, you, I, I... And tell me if I'm wrong, but you go from being Grammy... Were you mm. nominated? Mm-hmm. Like, Three so times, you're doing yeah. that and... Freaking hell. Mm. So, like, you know, it's you don't know anything else apart from that as your debut. Mm. And then you put in this, like, slightly more alternative yeah, record. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you could have easily done, yeah. you the know, same. Oh, yeah, two. I could have gone for the same. No, you, you get yeah, it. Carry and, on, please. And you, and I feel like you did really amazingly. And I feel like it's an incredibly frustrating uh, you get it. world that we live in yeah. that people don't maybe accept the kind of credibility and brilliance of that record. And it's frustrating. And I can only imagine that it's kind of. I don't know how you felt, but... Everything that that second album was from... And literally, uh, you know, we talk about the music, but even the haircut was fully intentional. Mm, It was everything that I wanted to do that I... Because um, nobody ever told me, can you please make the first album again? No one said that. Mm. I appreciate maybe lots of people on the team would have Mm. sort of liked that. And I understand that. And I don't have any grudges towards that either. But I was allowed, despite... And I'm very proud of the success of the first album, but I was very welcome to kind of go and make whatever. And in the process of making my second record, credit to my entire gang, they were so fucking excited about the music. Mm. From Wild Love to the rest of the songs, yeah. they were, we were bouncing off the walls in our own bubble, like excited to put this music out. But what's interesting that I really learned about is you reach... When, when, an out, when music does as... Or I can only speak from my experience and... When music does as well as what my uh, successfully or commercially as, as my some of the songs off my first record and, mm. and really the first record, you reach a bunch of people who aren't as deeply into music as you and me mm. or even the majority of people working in the music industry. They're just sort of um, fair weather music listeners, music lovers, and they'll buy all the tickets and they'll buy all the records and your music will do really well. And actually, 
I understand that they wouldn't mind just a bit of the same on album mm. on album two. They wouldn't mind just a bit of the same. Let's just have the. That's I loved Old Back the River. Give me another one of them. Mm. Um, but as an artist, as a sort of anxiety-ridden, deep, deep thinking, um, you know, introspective songwriter, I kind of go, no, I can't. I mustn't. I have to reach further, do something different, evolve. Yeah. Blah, blah blah blah. You get you get it. Yeah. And I, I will just say slightly emotional but from another artist who I fully respect and I'm a fan of to hear you understand it is like it means a lot it's very Aww. cool it's it's because I because it's it's sort of bonkers you you to experience the the success of the first record was a crazy dream and to have the opportunity to just follow my gut and my heart on the second record was a wonderful experience and yet yes like you say people didn't um, take to it in the same way, and that's all right. I'm it, all right with all it of that. It is all right if you are proud of the record. I'm so it proud. Still of the lives with it. it doesn't so that, matter. That, that's it. Who's you so did it. Who said to David you? David Kumu, When I worked on my yeah. first record, I remember we made this record. No one gave a shit about me, and that was absolutely perfect. But he was like, "Look, you have to live with this record. If nobody else listens to it, you have to be proud of it. So if you have that from your second record, I do, which is a banger, I and everyone it. should listen to, then you can always live in the in the confidence that you basically did what you needed to do. Yeah, um, but there's a huge big pressure time. on you when you've had a big there success to is. get another big hit. There really, and really is. And that's really record. Sorry, I, I hate to say this, but record labels are about making money. Massively, they don't it's really care about whether you're glad or proud or yeah. or what. They want a big hit to make money. It's in entirely right it's entirely true it's business it's you know it's sales james i'm not gonna lie there's a few things you don't eat sorry no aubergine no courgette no goat's cheese what were the other fucking Darling, things you, you added haven't got arthritis have you because not, i'm not on yet. that kind of diet what um, is this wait, about what was it all right okay so you had a bad encounter with an aubergine throughout my childhood i was i was pressed to try again and again on aubergine stuff and on on courgette stuff and on like marrow and it all you didn't like it forgive me but it came under the sort of bracket of this like it's the wetness sort of it? there you go yeah and I was kind Christ. of going, it's kind of wretched. So, sorry. And I'm sort of a bit scarred. Oh, and look, I look, just needed to know. Look, the fact is you asked me. You shouldn't have asked me. No, no it's fine. You know this is your... No, and imagine I, if I'd done a, like, a bloody Briam, which would have been oh, Ratatouille. Oh, nightmares. I, Help, he's not coming in. You have done the Briam because you don't fucking cook. Oh, yes. <laughs> we are doing, actually, because of my, Michael McIntyre, because he mentioned it, and we thought, oh, that would work. Um, doesn't have any of the she ingredients that you don't like. Chicken Sick. and wine. Incredible. Done. And you know what yeah. they serve it with? What? Papadelli. And you, that's incredible. Wow. So you're having it pasta and chicken, which I've always heard is a big no-no. Is this red, is this red just France. a terrible pairing with a... I mean, oh Riesling is like... Kind of re- isn't that like white wine? It is. That's a nightmare. Sorry. But, <laughs> no, it's not a nightmare, but I'm just wondering whether we can stick the old Pinot Noir... Because Pinot Noir is quite light, oh, isn't it? I, I'm looking at Alice because she's light. a bit French, so there we go. Ow. I think that'd be nice. And I kind of want to try this Pinot Noir. If we're going to do it, just open it. This is like my dad talking. Just oh. open it for two seconds beforehand. Let it breathe. You know, all of that. You, have you brought a decanter in your, no, in your <laughs> pocket? In my hat, in my deep hat. In your hat. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, I have not. But I know it's great out of the bottle, but just give it a minute. So, James, is it true you support Newcastle? I do support Newcastle. I'm not like anywhere near from Newcastle. When I was a kid, so when I was, I don't know, five or six years old, 
Uh, and this is also, I'll say that my dad is like a rugby guy. He's not a football guy. So I said to my, Alan Shearer was like the best player in England at the time. Nice. I was a little but kid. I had the hotspot. There you go. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. And, um, and I said to my dad, who does he play for? He said, well, he's, just, he's actually just signed for Newcastle. And I just said, that's my team then. And it has been ever since. So where did you grow up? I grew up in a very small town in Hertfordshire called Hitchin. Uh, that is nowhere near Newcastle. I should have really supported Watford, I guess, but they weren't an exciting no, Premier League team. Yeah, <laughs> I actually played a gig in Hitchin when I was in a band called Man Like Me. They were really big in uh, Hitchin. Really? <laughs> yeah. Where'd you play? I can't remember. Club 85? Pro- sounds about right. Maybe. Yeah, that's literally the only venue in town. Everything okay, else is a that pub would be it or a then. bar. So that you probably played there. Fair play to you. Played there. Yeah, yeah, you didn't fun. play venues, you played pubs, darling. I mean, there's oh, loads we of great pubs. Ballroom. What are you talking oh, yeah, about? You there you go. Yeah. There's loads of great pubs. We did pubs really well. But I grew up there and I always tried my absolute hardest to like rugby. I was absolutely never built to play it. And really, I just like football. And I, pri- I tried and tried rugby and then I got out of it. And I, and I, in getting out of rugby, I sort of got out of all sport and I was able to just dive into music and do music like crazy from the age of sort of... I started playing guitar when I was 11, started playing gigs when I was 13 or 14. Me and my brother... Who, my brother is a bit old, only a little bit older than me. How many he, brothers and sisters? Just, just the one brother. Alex is about 18 months older than me. We grew up really tight and uh, always just sort of fell in love with the same thing. Skateboarding, music, football, whatever. So where's he now? He's in London as well. He's around the corner from me Doing... in, in Islington. He's still musical. He's still, he, he plays in my band now and again, but he does his own songs as well uh, uh, and sort of writes and, and does all of that. But he... We would go, he was kind of the little leader of the pack because he was a little bit older than the rest of us. And he would, we would like roll up to pubs in Hitchin, Little Hitchin, when we were 13. And you weren't even really allowed to be in a pub, but it wasn't like crazy strict times. And he'd just go, we'd all sort of go, do you want a gig at like two in the afternoon? No one was inviting us to play. We figured at that time, at that age, because no one knows who you are when you're sort of 13. So they're not going to, and you're not old enough. So they're not going to ask you to come and play on a Friday, Saturday night. So we just went in ourselves and said, will you, uh, and they said yes. will you have us? And a couple of places said yes. And they paid us. And we did all right. And people were pissed enough that they thought we were really good. And you were cute. And they were like, oh, <laughs> give them a bit of money. So we were just doing like Rolling Stones covers. And like, and like a couple of like, you know, a couple of our sort of terrible own songs. And just sort of blagging it and blagging it. And really climbed through the ranks of Little Hitchin. To the point that like, if we were doing a gig, but in the final year or so, it was about five years that we were teenagers playing in town. In the final year or so that we were the band that we'd been for that time, it was a bit of a thing. People would really come out and sort of watch us. Whether it was in like the back room of a pub and it was way too full, or whether it was at famous Club 85 of, of Hitchin, we, we would, uh, people would come and see us. It was, it was fun. And then I just sort of did the terrible thing where I sort of went, Left the band. I kind of went, there's, there's, <laughs> there's more out there than Hitchin. <laughs> no, I did couldn't it. be James. <laughs> I, couldn't be. I did it, and I went to Brighton, and 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 all the rest happened. But um, my brother hung out, hung out in uh, my brother hung out. He in stayed in it for a little bit longer, a little bit longer. He eventually got out. Parents himself. were probably heartbroken. Well, you say that they were like they kind of loved us being around. Certainly, Alex being around. But um, so, what was dinner like around the table? Okay, I, I sort of wanted this to come up because it's so relevant to this whole podcast, this whole chat. My mum, as every guest you've ever had has said, is a phenomenal cook (laughs) she's an unreal cook now i've got pressure i mean you know a little friendly pressures not to (laughs) embrace it (laughs) all right um she's very very good at cooking all she'll really do is i mean she loves food my both my parents love food my dad's a big bloke and he's just sort of eats everything and as a wine merchant i will say he kind of like spent 
I'll probably get this slightly wrong if he hears this, but he spent parts of his... I mean, his big claim to fame in the sort of late 60s, early 70s, he was in London working at a wine shop. And there was two people in the space of a couple of years that came in for like... like it was like return business. And they would say, hey, I'd like to speak to Nick Bay. One of them was Mick Jagger. Oh. Just for a moment. And the other was Michael Caine. Shit. Like this, my dad's like early 70s. He's like, he was there back then. But um, yeah, so that was very cool. But That's my fucking cool. So like food and wine. What did they like drinking? You need to find out. What yeah, I actually drank. need to find out. I bet you can't remember. Um, my mum, very good cook. Both my parents just love food and drink. And um, seems right that we've done cocoa, cocoa, riesling, 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 riesling for where, you then. Where is the word riesling? Is it German? German, word? I think, or Austrian. German, okay, I think. Okay, so... Well, there was the Third Reich, wasn't there? So it should be Riesling. There you it go. Really... <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Um, so my mum... Uh, my parents love food. My mum is always one of two things in the kitchen. She's kind of loving the food and, like, excited about the process, yeah. or she's kind of complaining that she's still the one cooking. Yeah. Okay. I know that one. There you yeah. go. And really, there's, some, there's a great deal of sort of love and affection in that. And we've never, I'm a bad cook and I've never really done anything to help her out in, in truth. And I, I confess, but um, she's very good at cooking. She, she was responsible back in the day for a very good cocker van, which is sort of, you know, relates to our, our evening. Lovely. Um, and, and it's like, all, this is your life tonight. It really it? is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and all other, and all other stuff. Like she's great at roasts and she's great at all the stuff. I mean, there was a time when she was making pizzas from scratch, like oh, dough wow. and everything. She went in on it. But she'll even do a great oh, tuna baked potato. Tuna baked potato is one of the most underrated dishes. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, tuna, potato, bit of cheese, maybe, maybe not. You don't need a lot going on, or you can have a load going on. It's always a I winner. I like to have it almost like a tarly plate. So Ooh. I have a little bit of... My husband got me into cold baked beans. That it is works. a huge curveball. It really works. You have cold baked beans. I like to do a bit of grated carrot and grated cheese in another area. Ooh. Then I'll have the um, I'll have the tuna mayo with vinegar. Like make it. Yeah. Can I just now here today in 2020? Yeah. How is your fella on the? Because he's big on the on the cold baked beans. Yeah. Have you advanced to Heinz five bean? What's that? What's that? Oh, guys. What's the Heinz five thing? Five bean. What is it? It's a can of beans, but they're doing what, five like a mixed bean? different. Yeah, I mean, it's good stuff. Is no, it? believe me. In trust the tomato me. sauce in today the for lunch because I'm such a phenomenal chef. I had beans on toast. Yeah. Bit yeah. of cheese, but it was Heinz five beans, so I was like even better as a chef. That was nothing to do with me. Was it nice? Oh, I have not heard about this. It's Maybe like, the just, kids would like. Just it. go whatever you're doing, like whether it's Sainsbury's or Ricardo or whatever. Five beans. Go looking for the five bean. Get in your phone. I'm googling this now. <laughs> Heinz I'm five very. Bean. Big fan. I mean, it's look. It's a small step up, but Heinz. it's relevant. And Heinz five bean. That's what you had for, it. Uh, for lunch, yeah. For lunch, yeah. I just sort of so, smashed it down. So, um, okay. So. <laughs> so yes, my mum, big cook, loves making food. I mean, look, I grew up with my parents were like every all parents. They are like this isn't a hotel. This isn't a this. This isn't that. And that's the that's I get it. But. They secretly, and they'll, they, they celebrate it even more these days. They loved the fact that half of the people, the lads in the bands that we were in, were just, they get up the next morning, my parents, and there's an extra pair of shoes by the front door, and the lads are just sort of staying around, everybody's around, and my mum loves doing a massive breakfast, she loves it. So my, my bass player, Tom, is my oldest mate. I've known him since I was... Is he in your band now? Yeah, he's in my band oh. now. I've known him since I was three, and... Um, 
in his nearly 30 years, he's probably spent half of his time at my, at my mum's house. Like eating. eating, absolutely eating. She would make, she'd go down the market on the weekend and get massive ciabatta rolls and send me in to school with like ciabatta packed lunches and all this stuff. And like, I've got Tom sort of going, I'll give you 20p for a bite. It's good oh, memory. Oh, 20p. I was making big money in year nine. That's um, amazing. Uh, so yeah. What was in a ciabatta? I mean, she, she, to be honest, like back then, she's even, the bread was so incredible. She just put like a bunch of like ham and cheese in it and I'm sort of good. I'm like, yeah, I'm in school. The bread absolutely saved you. I mean, it was good ham and cheese. You know, but what, it was like what, butcher's what, hand. What else was in your pat lunch? And what was your pat lunch Bit of box? fruit. I, I was one of those teenage boys who like, I was this tall. I'm sort of, I was six foot when I was sort of 13. Oh, wow. So like... Uh, you had a lot of I did a lot of growing. feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of that. I, I remember year six, primary school, last year of primary school, going into year seven. Mm. I went from a size seven to a size 11 shoe in like a year. So my son has hope. Okay, it fine. Was like right. a, He's it was a short ass at the moment. <laughs> it was like a moment. Um, but, um, Bloody hell. So my mum, because my, my, my brother is older than me, but he's actually a little shorter than me. He's like five foot. I'm going to get this wrong, and if he hears this, he's going to hate it. I'm going to say he's five foot eight. Well, let's say he's five ten. Come on. Ten. Let's make probably him is. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, but he, my, he, that didn't stop. It, it didn't matter that he wasn't having a growth spurt like yeah. I was. He was eating everything in the same way. And my mum is a great she's a real she's a mum who loves feeding 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 she loved people coming round uh, she loved like all the band being round she loved sort of being at the gig now and again and like the whole thing and like being just sort of supplying teenagers who were trying to do a thing which for us is music with with all the fuel in between like she'd do like a big band dinner now and again has sort of she thing. has she had any say on your rider as you've got no more chance. successful. No way. What no, is I on your rider? I, I, my rider has varied over the... Lately, it's very kind of... I'm trying to be very clean. I'm trying to be very sort of recyclable, which isn't so much about the food, but it's more yeah. about the packaging, but I'm trying to do all that sort of stuff. But early days, it was like, I can eat cereal at every hour of the day. I'm big into that. Love. Which one's your favourite? Sort of oh, all of them. <laughs> it's very true, actually. It's true. I love it. I love it. I, and I will go... I will take the time to make myself a bowl of porridge, which is not like immediate That's cereal like we know it. Sam thinks porridge is like My husband rice is pudding. Sam. Porridge is dreamy. He has it for dessert. <laughs> and I'll like smash down like three bowls of Alpen. I'll have like oh, eight weeks of bowl. Love Alpen. Love Alpen. Uh, I mean all of them. Fruit and fibre. I'll do it. I'm down. Cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. So, okay, what is, okay, so is there anything interesting on your rider? Um... Sorry, no offence. But, you know, yeah. I just need to know no, if no. I can it's all nick just like, an idea. It's all just like fuel. Um, it's just sensible. Mine's really sensible. Oh, go on. Take, take, prompt me. Take me through yours. Jessie's no, got mine's... the most boring rider. So you go Mum wants, stage. like, naked men and no, kittens. No, I, I don't want ice sculptures, but... Ed Sheeran. I, did, I toured with Ed Sheeran last year. Just speaking of ice sculptures, I toured with Ed last year. And he ended the tour in Iceland with an ice sculpture of himself. Oh my, oh my god! Good, good, good story was that was that on, I missed this bit, but on the last night, did the did it come out of his willy? The little no, uh, it the, didn't. Actually, the, oh, it didn't I'm disappointed. Ed, I feel like would have done that. Yeah, I, to be honest, yes. But but what I liked was that on the last night I missed this bit. I wasn't there. I can't remember why I wasn't there. But second to last night, sorry, he had a because uh, when it was like two nights in the same venue on the first night. He would have like a party sort of in the venue for the crew and everybody. Mm. And he was saying, he told me the next night that at random, I can't, to me it was random, Damien Rice was there. 
Well, cool. Like Damien Rice so is Damien awesome. Does Damien Rice live in Iceland? I don't think so. Well, maybe he does. Were you in Iceland? We were in Iceland, okay, yeah. Okay, fine. We were in Reykjavik. And Damien comes in and Ed is like, Ed was saying something about, he's like, I haven't really sort of talked to, to Damien Rice ever, really, but he's absolutely like the reason that I picked up a guitar. He's my superhero. And he said, like, I'd never really met him. And when he arrived, the first sort of things that Ed was sort of saying as he was walking Damien like into his after show party was like, look, man, I just got to say, you're the reason I do this. And I just, I'm so inspired by your like humble, like organic sort of quality. This, mm. And they like walked him in saying this and turned around. And the first thing they looked at was this ice sculpture oh of God, Ed. that love like, oh. His crew were like drinking vodka off. Like you had to pour it like from his head and it went oh. down like a thing. The thing is, if you know Ed, then there was irony with that. Was, there was great and, irony, like, absolutely. But Damien may not have known that. Damien may not know that. I, I, even when Ed told me about it, I liked. I got this sense that Damien didn't sort of have a clue and kind of looked at this sculpture like, "Mate, what the oh fuck?" My God, and I, I and it. I, we all love that. Like oh, even Ed I was like, it. "It's kind of fun." So, but anyway, I can't remember how we got on that. Um, uh, rider, hit me with your rider. What you got? No, it's really not good. The only thing that I've tried to do is do a postcard. Jesse has to do it. Yeah, I mean, I fail miserably. Jesse has I send them all to my agent in America, Kirk. Lovely Kirk. I send, <laughs> I send him all. I send pretty much all of them to Why him. Why does Kirk get them and not your girlfriend? Uh, she's half time. She's there. She's with me. Oh, does she? It's oh, just, yeah. We, we do as much of that as we can. But... Do you talk about your girlfriend at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 she does, she does ceramics and pottery and she builds. Oh, and all... like Patrick she... Swayze and in Demi. Tr- in tr- yeah, sure. Uh, she, and um... you're singing behind her. Is it like that no in chance. real life? No, you never she's in a communal. She's in a communal studio. Ah, uh, shame. <laughs> she's in a communal chance. studio with like 15 other people who she knows, who she's like making like ceramics and stuff. If I turned up, it'd be very funny. Um, she oh bit of broccoli long stem. Do you mind broccoli? Love it. Okay, thank God. Oh, I don't want to see one seem vegetable like... that you'll eat. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no. goat's cheese isn't a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so she does that. Uh, what were we saying? How did you meet? We met. Okay, so in Little Hitchin, there is. Don't say she's a Hitchinite. There's, the, there's, there's the boys' school, Hitchin Boys' School, right in the centre of town. Yeah. And you've got a couple of like high streets off that, and then you've got the uh, the hill, Windmill Hill, goes from the boys' school high street up up the hill, at the top of the hill, probably a sort of five minute walk up the hill from the boys' school is the girls' school. She went to the girls' school. I went to the boys' school. In year eleven, you're allowed to go meet in town at lunchtime. Yeah. Kids are allowed like out in town. I'm down with deal. Are you sure? I'm good with food, guys. Oh, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've set a terrible precedent. Never give him a This is so exciting. I'm so hungry. Look at this. I want to know about this lunchtime. Thank you. I want to know about the lunchtime meetup with your so, future wife. So we've been together. I must tell you this. We've been together for 13 years. What's going on? We've been together for 13 well, long years. I really rate that. I've been with my husband for 18 years. Wicked. We are best mates. So we met in town, but even more specific... Lucy's parents owned the record shop in Hitchin. I mean, I can imagine the film. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the film of your life. There was me working in fucking Sainsbury's. Don't we to... love Sainsbury's in Try... this on this podcast? No. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. We love Sainsbury's. It smells incredible, by the way. Um, it does smell good, Mum. We... It smells a bit kind of a Polish. <laughs> it's the dill it in Poland. Bit, they... it, smells bit, it smells a bit kind of a. <laughs> no, but they always in, in Poland. They always have. Dill, and I, I love that about them. I'm going to remove a layer um, uh, yeah, for, the, for the dinner. So carry on. So you, so you so were she, working at Sainsbury's. What, so what at counter were you on? Sainsbury's. Uh, to be honest, right, I was doing, I was, I was on the till. So funny. 
I was on the tilt. I mainly did trolleys. And the You're fucking, lucky. My husband was fishing meat. Lucy was fishing meat once upon a time back at like Waitrose back in the day. She did not enjoy it, but she knows how to get a fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and main, main gig was trolleys. The car park was on a hill. Where do all the trolleys roll to? The bottom of the hill. What am I spending my Saturday doing? Getting loads of trolleys up the hill. And then um, eating loads of ciabatta sandwiches from your Oh, mom. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so would you meet so, me at the bottom of the hill of the car park of I Sainsbury's? Did, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> she wasn't really going to... She was working in the record shop. In the, it was called CD Heaven, which lots of people thought was a bakery because they thought it was CD Heaven. Ah! Shame. Um, but it was CD Heaven. Anyway, I was... Or a sex shop. I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, anyway. I, from moment one, so I got my job at Sainsbury's because I wanted a Fender Strat. And I, I, I earned my Fender Strat three months into my nearly year-long job at Sainsbury's. My mum was like, you're not leaving Sainsbury's. We've got a, what's it called? Discount card. Why Staff got, members oh, get a discount oh, yeah. card. She's like, my discount card. You're not leaving Sainsbury's. I was like, hang on. Whose job is it? But I, I sulked so hard on the till that like... Even when Lucy's parents would like come in like halfway through a shift in the record shop and sort of see me and go, oh, you look a bit sad. And I'd be like, yeah, I fucking hate this job. And um, I'd have like old ladies would go up to the front desk and go, um, the young lady on Till 7, I had long hair at the time. So the <laughs> young lady on Till 7, she's really, she's too moody for me. Oh, but you're so charming. Fucking hell, I wasn't, I wasn't back then. <laughs> um, oh my God. So go on, you're talking about CD Heaven. Lucy worked in there. Yeah. She was like 15 working in there. And like every teenager in town, 10 times a Saturday, took their CV in to Lucy's mum in the shop. You know, in case you need anybody, they couldn't Aww. afford... They, they were running a record shop in like 2005. They couldn't afford to employ anybody. It was literally a family business. And I've moped and sulked so hard in Sainsbury's that I was the teenager. And this is after me and Lucy had got together. I was the teenager got given the job in CD Heaven. Big moment. You got it. So I you were, you were working together, going out together. Big moment. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I want to know about... What do you need? Your, well, I need your th- three dishes. Okay. And drink. Remind me. Is this like because I'm about to die? Well, it's very contentious issues. So I can't bear that thought of We don't call dying. it about... Bit, Michael we don't call stressed. It, yeah. We don't talk about it being um, the last supper. We talk about it as kind of the last supper before you're going away to a des- desert island. My three. Is that... Three main courses, or is that dessert? You whatever you want. You can have three puds if you want. The, the, the first thing, so I can get it out of my mouth and off my mind, yeah. because it is the first thing that comes into my mind. It is the best margarita pizza you've ever had in your life. Is, Where? Is, is my, well, 
I was sort of the statement was like whatever the best margarita oh, is in the world. But where is your favourite one? Well, there's a few. Well, um, come on then. Yeah, round the corner from my house, there's an amazing place uh, called Oivita that I adore. Okay, Love and you always order the margarita. Yeah, and I'll eat other stuff on a pizza. Like, I eat all sorts of stuff on a pizza, but I do do the whole folding the fingers New York thing. I want to hold it in my hand. I'm not a knife and fork pizza guy. Me neither. So I don't want a billion things on top of my pizza, so I'm juggling loads of stuff. So that's one. Please take some more broccoli. It's good for you. Okay, so that's going to be maybe a starter or a main. We're not sure, but definitely a margarita. I mean, you know what? I'll have it as a starter. Couple yeah, I like slices. that. Well, it's very American to have it. Go to Jelena, have a little starter of a pizza. Mm, very good. I'm going to go three mains, actually. I'm not going to even want Oh, you're not a sweet person. I am. But, like, you've asked me for three. I've got it two They could be tasting plates. You oh, know, it could right. be a mini pizza. So many things. I want, and I had this the other day for the first time in a long time. I went to see my mum because it was my birthday, and I went to see, and she hadn't seen me. So I went to see my parents, and she did just, like, a beef roast. It was a blinder. Absolute blind. Love beef roast. Game changer. Yorkshire, she makes them herself. Is she a good Yorkshire maker? She absolutely is. And you know what? Let me tell you this. They don't always stand up. And sometimes they very much do. But even when they don't, I just cover them in gravy and I'm yeah, game. He like, doesn't I'm, mind. I don't mind. Man, fucking hell. A roast, a roast potato. Goose fat. Yeah. Goose fat. I've got goose fat in there. I've not used it. So, okay. So you're going your, your mum's roast. And then for dessert, a steak. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not far off that, actually. So my mum's roast. I'm quite sort of classic in my choices here and my tastes. Number three. I'll give you a sweet thing. Sticky toffee pudding and custard. Whoa. Mm. Do you know, most people say that. Okay. Travelling around the world, touring, where's your favourite destination to go and eat? Or is there a particular place when you go to... You're big in America. When you go to America, there's somewhere you're like, I've got to go and eat here before anything gets started. Don't um, give me an In-N-Out burger. I don't want to fucking no hear it. No chance. No fucking <laughs> chance. No way. Come on. His father was a wine merchant, Jesse. You couldn't go to In-N-Out with that. This <laughs> fabulous Pinot Noir. Holds up the Pinot Noir. I love this. Um, okay, it's gone. I mean, one of them is a newer place. It's in it's in the Lower East Side of New York. It's called Rosie's, and it's a uh, and it for me it's a Mexican place, and I, we all love a bit of Mexican food now and again. And it's um, again like with the margarita, I sort of start at the simplest. If they do the simplest thing well, and even in Rosie's, it's the chips and salsa. They do it so incredibly well. And I'm not I don't go to sort of hot and spicy stuff for like wanting it to blow my head off. They're, so their hot and spicy like salsa and stuff is just so full of flavour as well as being having enough of a kick so that place is a good one for me I, re, I, I mainly also I just miss that place right now I'm sort of in that point as we all are where like I'd love to be going to New York next week to do a bit of promo god I'd love to be going to New York too yeah. me too so soccer aid what happened uh, we lost alright but did you lose don't make a big deal out of it England no. lost but um, I was set... Ollie Murs playing yeah he talks a big game and he's a brilliant lad and he's he's actually a very he good plays footballer. Shit, no, no, shit no. Match, he's yeah. a very good footballer, but the whole the, the other team was just a bit better. And oh, it was all the rest of the world and yeah. yeah. Who yeah. was that like? They had loads of ex-pro incredible players, not least a bloke called Patrice Evra who stopped playing professionally like last week. So he's like there's a few of those. Also, can I just say, I don't know if you've met many, but footballers are massive. In the flesh. Footballers. We're desperate for football. They won't the do podcast. the. Oh, you want some footballers? Yeah. All right, hang on. Give me, give me, give me some time. What Marcus Rashford? Let me talk to my mate Rooney. Let's see what's going on. That'll How be... was Wayne? He's a brilliant bloke. He was he, we, we, like five a.m. Yeah. Five a.m. What are you doing with I Wayne like Rooney at five a.m.? 
Did uh, you get him on the podcast? I'll do my best. I'll talk to him. Wayne, I'm going to give you a call. He can bring Colleen with. Uh, sure. I, uh, he, we were singing Mustang oh Sally at about 5 a.m. No, you weren't. Good times. Wayne really oh, Very yeah. good times. Stop. He smashed Stop. it. He smashed it. He likes music. Do you think he knows about the commitments? Maybe you need to like have a movie night with he Wayne He looks Rooney like one of the commitments. Oh, my. <laughs> Jesse, he's a Rooney. They're Irish. No. <laughs> they come from Dublin. Oh, I love him. Yeah. All of that was going on. You have so I I was there and, and they all they asked us all to play, bring a guitar. Danny from McFly. Lovely. You played all your new best friends at UNICEF. Joe was Wicks. it like band camp? And Dermot likes... Kennedy. So me and Danny and Dermot have all been Who's asked. Who's Dermot to... Kennedy? He's Just... a new lad on the block and he's fucking new brilliant. lad on the block that got Paul Mescal. Yeah, sick. In his old like so, fucking performance, so he the, got um, pulled the Irish favour at the um, Natural History Natural Museum. Natural History. There you go. But uh, very good singer. Me, very yeah, good singer. very good. I really love Dermot particularly as of Soccer Aid, because I hadn't dived deep on his stuff at this point. But me, Dermot and Danny had all been asked to bring our guitars because it was going to go late and we were going to have, sort of have a sing-song. And, and you knew Wayne wanted to that's all get, well and good. get Wayne... going on the old Mustang Right, right. <laughs> right. What, what, he smashed what it. was he drinking while he was drinking, singing Mustang Sally? Everything. Everything and anything. He um, likes a beverage. He loves it. He's great. He's an he's, he's a old school. Um, so they asked me to do Hold Back the River. I did Hold Back the River. They asked Danny to do a... A McFly song. I think he did It's All About You. It's a banger. It's a good tune. There you go. See? It's a fucking tune. Massive tune. It's all about you, baby. Big tune. Really good tune. Dermot, bless him, new to it all, and they just sort of said, and he's so wonderfully kind of like, he he really just sort of went with this whole atmosphere of like, no, no, you won't know my song. So I'll I'll do you this, I'll do you that. And he did these like Irish traditional... What, like Danny Boy and everyone was crying? Almost. The whole room went silent. Of course it, was, it did. No, no. Wayne was at the bar getting a drink. Wayne was like in the moment. <laughs> was he, he crying? He was like, we were, people weren't necessarily crying. I mean, probably some it's of them that were. Kind of, the, the, the Irish are very but emotional was, when they was, sing those songs. It was gorgeous. Oh, and oh. his it's voice, this stunning like baritone. Oh, it sounds like maudlin post Yeah, but it was drinking. fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm all anxiety and sad songs. Like, so I'm like, this man. I loved it. I was listening to it. Was like, oh we were exchanging God. numbers at this point. Fully, like entirely. Like Promising each other that you were going to go on holiday and write to each other. We'll all, yeah. we'll all write songs together and the whole bit. Um, sorry, but everyone can hear. James, do you want a bit more juice or chicken or anything? No, I'm loving it. I'm good. I'm good as He's I am. He's a very good boy. He's eating it all. Where's the bowls, Jess? Oh, sorry, right Mum. Oh, sorry, I was too... This looks really exciting. I feel a bit pissed now. James, do you mind do you like passionate eating? For a long time, I confess, I thought it was E-A-T-E-N. I'm like so far away from like... I like that. I didn't no, know. that's good. I did. I thought, you know, you, it sort so of you looks like someone... So you have a garden and you're not having a hot shooting party I'm nowhere this, near uh, it. This, I'm this literally... Weekend. Thank you very much. That is yum. Darling, do you like karaoke? What, you know, you? I only did karaoke for the first time about three years ago when I first went to Japan. It was about four years ago. But I only did... First time I ever did karaoke, I hadn't actually done it before I went to Japan. And I did... I don't know, I did like an ACDC song, something like that. And then they found Hold Back the River and all my like band and crew was singing Hold Back the River. To me. That was a shame. But my manager, Ryan, who lives down the street, yeah. massive shout you out to Ryan. should have invited Ryan. But hang on, massive shout out to Ryan for like the first time we ever went and did karaoke together in Japan. We were up all night and he put Wannabe by Spice Girls on. Great song. And a rap in the middle. Yeah. Mel B's moment, right. So he's singing away, he's doing it, like the screen's on and it's happening 
And as soon as the rap moment began, he turned his back to the screen and he just did the whole rap to all of us uh, without ever looking at... He knew every single... Uh, all of his, at the time, sort of 34 or whatever years old, he smashed that rap. Arguably better than Mel B. I, Very good I have to say, that isn't as impressive as saying that he did like a Twister or Buster Rhymes rap. Sorry, However, come on. props to you, Ryan. <laughs> have you heard of Gospel Oki? What's that? Well, Michael McIntyre told us about it. They're gospel singers that sit. You can, I think your song is on their repertoire. Oh, Look it up. Come on. And they join in and Finally they sing it. with you. So you can have. So you, like, you have like your sister act two moments. Yeah. Oh, like yes, backing singers. Let's yeah. go. I'm Wonderful. I'm, I'm up for I'm it. having it for next year. For what? For your bat mitzvah. I hate karaoke. Is this I, what you saying in the Michael episode that you're doing a. I'm going to do a bat mitzvah. There you go. Yeah. Born I don't know again. if gospel and bat mitzvah go together, but maybe Darling, it would be like a black mitzvah. Multicultural, that's us. There you go. Absolutely. It's 21st century. Um, James Bay, thank you so much for being such a fantastic guest. Thank such you for having fun. me. You are such fun. Oh, la There you go. Um, thank you for bringing the wine. Come on, the let's just finish wine. this off. I mean, yeah. This is yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 let's finish I've it. ever had. It's really yeah, yeah. bloody good. Sorry, I see. I changed my opinion you, on Pinot Noir. You know, I've looked like, at that in my bloody I've never and ever thought Pinot Noir could taste as good as this. What's your dad's best tip? Drink it. I don't What a fabulous, what a funny, funny, charming, sin- talented, sincere, just brilliant, delightful. I love it. Lives <laughs> and I love playing Thank you, James Bay. You are fantastic. You are brilliant. You sing excellently. But more importantly, you can come over for dinner anytime and bring that Lucy with you. Loved him. Loved him too. So much to say. Jesse, the cheekbones. He's got great bone structure. Great face. Smelt great. Smelt gorgeous. Definitely don't wear the hat again. Thank you so much for listening um, to our podcast. And we'll be back next week. Thank you, James, for being just a charming guest. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.